You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. Don't y'all appreciate the fact that you're our practice? Y'all get to see the real deal. (laughs) We appreciate it. Who has enjoyed at the movies? Here's the deal. If you can't have fun at church, there's a problem. And I feel like we've had a lot of fun with this series. And you just heard that there were 38 salvations. Guys, that's amazing. That's amazing. If this is your first time at Hope Church, you won't always see a weirdo in a scarecrow costume up front. You'll just see a normal weirdo. I mean, no, that's not what I meant. I wasn't supposed to say it like that. The Tin Man will normally be up here, but we are glad you're here. If this is your first time here, you may not know this, but you get to enter into a chance to win a trip to Disney. You just need to see um, Justin out at the Welcome Center, and he will get you hooked up. Now, we do have a few um, announcements. Trunk or Treat is coming up, and those of you that have been here before for Trunk or Treat know that despite the fact that everyone brings their own candy, we get a huge turnout, and we usually run out of candy. So there's a huge pink bucket outside by the table in the foyer for you to make candy donations. So if you're at Sam's, Walmart, grab a big bag of candy, throw it in there on Sunday or Wednesday, we would greatly appreciate it. This Wednesday, Hope Groups kick off again. This is our last rotation for this semester before Christmas. You can sign up in the Church Center app. You can use this nifty QR code. There's also a QR code in the restroom. We've made it as easy as possible for you to sign up. So make sure you sign up. Those kick off on Wednesday. I wasn't going to say that. Then there's a few areas of volunteers that we need that you guys may not see. They're not in the forefront. They're kind of behind the scenes. We desperately need some volunteers to run our mowing committee, if you will, or our mowing force. I don't know what you want to call it. So there you go. So we need, we need somebody to be committed and just kind of really take it over and make sure it's done every week where it doesn't have to be, you know. We have a gentleman that does it, and he's amazing, but he needs help. And so if you feel led, and I'm not going to say gentleman because I'm the mower at our house, nobody can bother you when you're mowing You have implements of mass destruction at your fingertips. Nobody bothers you. It's amazing, ladies. So I'm not just going to say gentlemen. If you feel led to do that, you can see Mr. Stephen Godfrey, and he will get you all set up. We have everything. You just need to show up and use it. And then the other thing, we have the 24-hour food pantry. We need somebody on Sundays and Wednesdays to check it and then go in the uh, workroom. We have a shelf has groceries on it, and just stock it. We can, and then when the food gets low, let Pastor Grant and myself know. We'll make a Sam's run. We'll stock the workroom. We just need somebody to keep an eye on it. Now, if you feel led to go buy groceries and put in there, that is wonderful. But if you would like to help us out on Sundays and Wednesdays, you're here anyway. It's quick. See Pastor Grant or myself. Let's see. And then my favorite announcement of the day. 
It's always good when you have the microphone and you can ask for forgiveness, not permission. What is this month? It's October. It's what? It is pastor appreciation. So we have amazing lead pastors, Pastor Todd and Crystal. So we've got a table out here that we had the movie tickets on, but we've now added a little section for cards and whatnot for Pastor Todd and Crystal. Now, just so you know, pastor appreciation isn't just something church people made up so that we could bless our pastors. In 1 Timothy 5, hold on. Apparently the scarecrow needed more than a brain. Don't laugh. And scarecrow needs glasses. In 1 Timothy 5.17, it tells us, Those who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor. Do you agree that Pastor Todd and Crystal direct us well? Amen. Amen. Especially those who work in preaching and teaching. So they are worthy of double honor. At Hope Church, we fully believe in honoring our pastors. Now, I realize we're concentrating on Pastor Todd and Crystal. Y'all, they're the captains of our ship. They bear the burden of all of us. Not only do they pastor the congregation, they pastor the pastors. Now, if you feel led to do something for a staff pastor, that's great and that's wonderful. But these are the people who lead and guide us every day. They lead and guide all of us. And so for Grant and I, it's heavy, heavy on our hearts that these people deserve our honor this month. We would always want to tell them thank you and appreciate them. But especially this month, it's intentional. So when you're out and about and you see gift cards that you know they'll like, or you just see a card of appreciation, get it. Put it in that little silver bucket out there and let them know how much you love and appreciate them. Let's see. Is that it? Is that all my announcements? Okay. So, along this journey, in these last five weeks, we've made lots of new friends. We have lots of new family members, if you will. And so, I want you to think about all of the different people that have come together as we watch a couple of movie clips from The Wizard of Oz. Look at the cycles under my eyes. I haven't slept in weeks. Why don't you try counting sheep? That doesn't do any good. I'm afraid of them. Oh, that's too bad. Don't you think the wizard could help him too? I don't see why not. Why don't you come along with us? We're on our way to see the wizard now, to get him a heart. And him a brain. I'm sure he could give you some courage. Well, wouldn't you feel degraded to be seen in the company of a cowardly lion? I would. <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> Gee, that's, that's awfully nice of you. My life has been simply unbearable. Oh, well, it's all right now. The wizard will fix everything. It's, it's been in me so long. I just got to tell you how I feel. Well, come on. Yeah, it's sad, believe me, Missy, when you're born to be a sissy without the women five. But I could show my prowess be a lion, not a mouse, if I only had the nerve. I'm afraid there's no denying, I'm just a dandelion, a fate I don't deserve. 
I'd be brave as a blizzard. I'd be gentle as a lizard. I'd be clever as a gizzard. If the wizard is a wizard who will serve, then I'm sure to get a brain, a heart, a home, the knife. Oh, we're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. because I heard the little girl got caught in the big... Well, she seems all right now. Yeah, she got quite a bump on the head. We kind of thought there for a minute she was going to leave us. Oh. But I did leave your Uncle Henry. That's just the trouble. And I tried to get back for days and days. There, there, lie quiet now. You just had a bad dream. Sure. Remember me? Your old pal, Hunk? Oh. <laughs> me? <laughs> Hickley? You couldn't forget my face, could you? got stuck in this foreign land, much like us. We are only visitors here. Dorothy's home was Kansas, not Oz. This world is not our home. We're just temporarily passing through. In Hebrews 13, 14, it says, For this world is not our permanent home. We are looking forward to a home not yet come. Earth is only our temporary assignment. Now, that temporary assignment's not always going to be easy. Um, I think Grant did a video just the other day talking about he gets really frustrated when people talk about, oh, once you accept Jesus, life's going to be wonderful. Why do we lie to people? Why? 
We're just setting them up for failure if we tell them everything's going to be for Miss Patty, you can help me. I didn't promise you a rose garden. You know that song, right? So it's not always going to be rainbows and sunshine just because you walk with Jesus. However, we do have promises that we can rely on. In John 16, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you ha- may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Again, life here is not going to be easy. Just like for Dorothy, she was in the middle of Oz and a crazy lady was chasing after her and trying to kill her the whole time. Hmm, that sounds familiar to me. I feel like we've heard that there's an enemy after us that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But we have one living within us that has overcome the world already. So we have victory through Jesus. Our job as Christians is to take that victory and share it with others. Our job when we're walking along our journey is to help others along the way. Dorothy found others to help along the way. Here's the interesting part. She came across the scarecrow, and rather than saying, why are you so stupid? She helped him and said, you know what? I know someone who's going to help me. He can help you too. When she came across the tin man, she didn't say, what is your problem? Why do you not love people? I love people. Why don't you love people? No. I can help you. Come with us. They literally, if you watch the movie, linked arms and walked together on the journey and helped each other as they ran into crazy trees that tried to hit them. If you haven't watched the movie recently, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I forgot about it. And the scarecrow, who actually didn't have a brain, figured out a way to get apples from the trees. Then they come across the lion. Do they, the three of them now that are together, do they ridicule the lion? You big scary cat. What is your problem? You're a lion. Act like a lion. No. They comforted him and said, come with us. So when we meet people along the journey that aren't in the same place as we are, it's not our job to tell them what they're not. They probably already know. It's our job to say, you know what? I can show you someone who can help you with all of that. Just like they followed the yellow brick road. Sorry, it's not yellow. It's my favorite color. We have a roadmap to follow that's going to get us to where we need to be. But this isn't for us to be selfish. This is mine. We're supposed to share this. And you're supposed to have this hidden so well in your heart that when you speak to other people, this is what comes out. So when it comes to helping along the way, this is a little bit of a long scripture. It's in Matthew 25, 34 through 40. Then the king will turn to those on his right and say, you have a special place in the father's heart. Come and experience the full inheritance of the kingdom realm that has been designed for you before the foundation of the world. For when you saw me hungry, you fed me. 
When you found me thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. When I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When I was sick, you tenderly cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. Then the godly will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty and give you food and something to drink? When did we see you with no place to stay and invite you in? When did you see, when did we see you poorly clothed and cover you? When did we see you sick and tenderly care for you or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, don't you know, when you cared for one of the least of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. There's a quote, I apologize, I didn't look it up. It's by, I think, one of the former presidents way back in the day. He said, the true measure of a man, and I'm probably butchering the quote, I apologize, I'll look it up for a second service, is how you treat someone that can do absolutely nothing for you. It's one thing to go and be nice to somebody because you kind of have an inkling you're going to get something in return. It's a whole nother issue to do something in acts of kindness and love for someone simply because you're supposed to do acts of kindness and love. You want absolutely nothing in return. Sorry, there's a lady sitting in here today. I've never seen a bigger example of this. There's a lady sitting in here today that raised three children on her own. Sometimes we had money to pay our bills, sometimes we didn't. Sometimes all we had was grilled cheese and we thought it was a feast. But I have never seen that woman pass someone in need and not help them. I have seen this woman when there were patients in the hospital and their family came from out of town and they had nothing. I've seen her buy their dinner. I've seen her get them clothes. These are people she was never gonna see again. To me, that's the embodiment of the love of Jesus. If you didn't know, that's my mama. She's here today. She's a good lady. But that's what we're supposed to do. Those people didn't get anything from her. Nothing. Or didn't, she didn't get anything from them, sorry. But that's how we should be. Dorothy helped all her friends along the way. They didn't know each other before, and they became heart friends by the end. And lastly, we want to see our family at home. When Dorothy got home, she saw those that she was on the journey with. She was confused because they looked a little different. Much like we're going to look different when we get home. My lower back and my neck are not going to hurt every morning when I get out of bed, when I get to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, he missed an opportunity for an old lady joke and he passed it by. Are y'all impressed? I'm impressed. I'm in shock a little bit. I was like, here comes the old lady joke. Thank you. But we're, we're, we're going to have a new body in heaven. But I hope and pray we're still going to recognize each other. 
It's not going to be heaven if my papa doesn't get to tell me about the cows and about all the people who used to go to school to him that took us three hours to have Walmart trips because Papa had to talk to everybody because he taught everybody in the county. It's not going to be heaven if we can't sit and talk about that. But they're not going to look the same. But do you want to see all of your friends when you get there? Because I do. It's one of the things that made it a little easier when I sat and held the hand of my dad when he left this earth and took his last breath. Because I have a hope that I get to see my daddy again. We want to see as many people on the other side as we can. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world, a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let everything we do be to glorify God. Another thing that that lady that always gave, when people ask her, about anything, about giving, how you're doing, or, but I thought you had to pay your electric bill, but you helped those people. God always takes care of me. And she'll immediately follow it with God is good all the time. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard my mama say that, we could probably get a new sanctuary. Always, never misses an opportunity to turn it back to she's able to do what she does because of the blessings of God. Incidentally, just real quick, keep her in your prayers. Is there something is going on and I pray that all of those seeds that she has sown going to come back a hundredfold. both physically and monetarily. So, as we wrap up at the movies, again, I told you guys in one of the first sessions that I was one of the ones at the beginning was like, this is dumb. Why are we doing this? Look at me now. (laughs) Look at me now. Standing before you dressed like a scarecrow. Again, I told you this has been fun. But it's brought people into the house of God that would have never come before. 38 salvations. When is the last time we talked about and boasted about the glory of God through 38 salvations in a month's time frame? So that leads me to the one that steers this ship, the one who leads the charge, the one we all get behind and fight for. Sometimes we get in front of him and fight for him. He's a tin man today, but he's already been to where he needs to be and has a heart. He has a heart for you. He has a heart for me. Most importantly, He has a heart for God. And so to wrap up this amazing series that was all his idea, 
please help me welcome the Tin Man, better known as our fearless leader, Pastor Todd. Um, been relaxing too much this week. I missed that last step. You know, to wrap up this series, um, I just want to say, look at, look at what God has done. You know, we've added so many people to our church. Um, you know, it's funny. We, we say that we have, we, we thought this would be silly or we thought this or that, we thought this or there's never ever been a good idea that somebody didn't think was a bad idea. And, and trust me, don't ever do something if everybody's behind it, because then it's like, oh, what happened? Because it's not scary enough. We serve a God that if you don't do things for him that doesn't scare you or somebody else, it's not big enough. And so kind of to wrap up what Pastor Tina said, you know, we all have a destination, like Dorothy going to see the wizard because she wanted to get back where? She wanted to get back to Kansas. There's no place like home, right? There's no, I wanted to get red sequin Air Force Ones. They don't make them. Um, you know, tough. Huh? <laughs> you bet they do. I looked, I tried to find them. I couldn't, I couldn't find them. But the question is, where will you be? You know, I wouldn't be a good pastor if I didn't wrap this up with, where will you be? You going to be in heaven? Or will you be in the alternative? You know, I would also be, I would neglect my job as pastor if I didn't tell you that the Bible also tells us, like the yellow brick road, which was so narrow that we had to go single file down, the path to heaven is narrow as well. Which means not as many people will be there as we think are going to be there. And so I want to encourage you today, where is your destination going to be? You're going to be in Kansas, heaven, or you're going to be in the other place. And the way we get to heaven is by accepting Jesus. Now hear me today. One, one thing that I hate about Christianity is we, we try to sell a load of goods. And sometimes that load of goods is, well, you don't want to go to hell, right? Except Jesus. I don't, I don't want that today. Okay? What I want for you is a new life. And when we accept Jesus, we believe that we have a life and we have it abundantly. And so, yes, the destination is Kansas, i.e. heaven. But you don't get there if you're half-hearted about it. And so today I'm going to have Noah dim the lights. And I'm going to ask you, if today was your last day on this earth, do you know that what your final destination would be? I know where I'm going. I'm going to be partying up in heaven. No more back pain, like Tina was talking about. And, and I believe that the Lord is building us a place, a mansion. 
And my mom told me growing up that it's going to be just exactly what you want and you need in your mansion. So my mansion is going to have a Texas Day Brazil buffet. You're welcome to come over anytime you would like. Because in heaven, we don't gain weight. Glory, right? But my question for you is, is Jesus building that destination for you? He is, but he's waiting for you to accept him. So today I want to encourage you, have you made that step to walk with Jesus? And if you'd like to, in just a moment, I'm going to say a prayer and you can repeat after me and you can give your heart over to Jesus. Just don't be distracted by my extremely loud shirt. Mm -hmm.